0: Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 52 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here as always. And I wanted to give a quick thanks to a couple of folks that found out it was my birthday over this past week and sent me a message. Much appreciated. Uh, Wasn't necessary, but thank you so much. And I wanted to just quickly thank one new email subscriber this week, John. There were actually four new email subscribers, but John was the only one who left his first name or had an email address that was pronounceable. So thanks, John. Appreciate it. And thanks to all four of you. If you're out there, if you subscribed over this past week, thank you as well. And if you haven't yet had a chance to subscribe to my email list, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe. subscribe and you will instantly get my keyword brainstorming guide and also my bonus seven simple SEO tips guide direct to your email um, inbox automatically. I don't have to do a thing. When you subscribe, you'll automatically get those. So uh, much appreciated. Thanks again to everybody that has subscribed or is a part of the community. And since I'm recording this on Sunday, happy Father's Day to all of you fathers out there and to my father as well. And I also wanted to quickly thank Matt McLeod, who is a member of our community and our private Facebook group over at nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind. And he gave me a quick shout out on a podcast that he was a guest on, which was the chrisleahtv.com podcast and uh, he was doing a guest episode over there, and he mentioned me at about the 15-minute mark alongside of Pat Flynn as two folks that have provided some inspiration for him to get his podcast and his website up and running. So greatly appreciate that. Always love to hear stories on anything that I've done to potentially help you technically or motivationally or whatever the case may be. That's why I'm here. That's why I love doing what I do. So again, thank you so much, Matt. And that's gonna wrap it up this week for the housekeeping. Let's get right into the content. And the topic for this week's episode is kind of going to be a continuation of last week. Last week I had uh, posted about the top three questions that I get from folks in the audience uh, in relation to niche sites. And the first one was, how do I choose a niche topic or how do I decide between two different niche topics? And the second question was, once I have a topic chosen, how do I go about analyzing the competition? Those are kind of gonna be the two key items that I concentrate on. And Ashley had emailed and wondered if I could provide some examples of a couple of different keyword phrases that basically I do the research for and maybe I could provide some sort of screenshots or something that shows a couple of different phrases that I would potentially choose to go after. So I thought that was a great idea and uh, one that I was happy to do some research on and I'm kind of going to do it as we go along here. I have typed in the phrases that I was going to use for the examples into Longtail Pro just to make things a little bit quicker but really it only takes you know Thirty seconds or so for that details to pop up in Longtail Pro, but I have gone ahead and done that for three different phrases. And one thing to note also, if you have Longtail Pro and you go ahead and open it uh, anytime after Saturday of this week, it's going to ask if you'd like to update, and you can do that. I've done that myself, and uh, I got to say, the initial reaction was, "Oh no, I'm going to do a bunch of uh, Longtail Pro research for this week's episode." I hope everything goes well. I was a little hesitant. I don't like to update right when you're going to go into a particular project, but everything worked well. I did have one issue initially when it tried to pull in the data from my prior campaigns on the 2.0 version, and uh, I had to go ahead and delete all of the prior campaigns that I had in there to get things working, but I also saw that they updated Longtail Pro From just the basic version three to it's now 3.05 as well today when I opened it. So they're working through a couple of issues, I'm sure. But as far as the data, everything looks good. It was relatively easy. I did not um, check out any of the tutorials on how to use this. So it's relatively intuitive. I was able to plug in some phrases, figure out where all the options are, and get the um, data that comes back to be helpful for this episode. So don't uh, hesitate to upgrade to the new version if you uh, do have Longtail Pro. It is a free upgrade for anybody that has purchased it previously. And it definitely seems to be slightly quicker. And the data that you're pulling is all in the one screen here. So I'll have some screenshots for these phrases that I'm talking about in the show notes, which will be nichesitetools.com forward slash the number 52. If you're wanting to follow along and see some examples on your screen of what the results look like. And that'll hopefully tie together with the episode from last week on choosing niche topics. And it'll give you some real world examples on some different types of things, uh, different types of niche sites or different keyword phrases that you might want to target. Hopefully it'll kind of stir the creative juices and give you some ideas for niche sites that maybe you hadn't thought about. So let's jump right over to Longtail Pro. So I have three different keyword phrases that I'm going to target as examples for this episode. And I seem to be having slight issues with allergies or something today, so hopefully that won't be too distracting for you guys. I just finished mowing the lawn as well, so I think the... uh, Doing that has stirred up some stuff in the grass and caused me to be a little sniffly today. So hopefully that uh, won't be too big an issue. So we'll just continue on here. At any rate, I had chosen three different phrases that I've either considered doing myself for a niche site or I have heard about them from other people in the, um, that I follow in relation to niche sites. So the first one was coffee grinder was the main keyword phrase that I chose. Another one was best vacuum. And the third one was kayaking and canoeing, which I kind of mentioned, I think, on a previous episode. But the bottom line was I wanted to choose two different niches that were product specific. So coffee grinder and best vacuum obviously are product-specific sites that you would most likely be creating a niche site around. You'd have maybe a core set of content, maybe review a couple of different vacuums or a couple of different coffee grinders, or provide details specific to those particular products. Most likely, unless you're like a really huge fan of coffee, which a lot of folks out there are, but the reason I chose not to choose this for myself is I've never actually had a cup of coffee, if you can believe that. I'm sure most of you folks are shocked in awe and wondering how that is even possible, but I've tried it several times. Everybody, I'm definitely somewhat picky when it comes to food and things like that, but I never really acquired a taste for it. It's not to say I haven't had caffeinated drinks and I probably shouldn't drink soda and all that, and I try to limit myself when it comes to that, but for the most part, I have never, ever had a cup of coffee, so I thought it would be difficult for me to resonate with that particular topic, although there are a lot of different folks that are passionate about coffee. I think it's a great potential niche, and it was one that Andrew Hansen had mentioned previously several months back. He had done a post. He's the creator of that Forever Affiliate program, which you can find out more about at com forward slash forever. It was a affiliate marketing training program that I went through and uh, he occasionally posts maybe once a month or so. And uh, this particular post that he did said coffee grinder and in particular a couple of specific phrases in relation to coffee grinders look pretty good as far as creating a niche site around that topic. So without further ado, let's go right into that one first. So What I did was I just typed in Coffee Grinder as my keyword phrase, and then I let Longtail Pro take care of the rest. So it brought up, let's see, 568 different phrases in relation to Coffee Grinder, and then because I have Longtail Pro Platinum, I went ahead and clicked um, to create or calculate the keyword competitiveness number for, let's see, probably about 15 or so different phrases that I thought might be um, decent money making phrases. They might look like phrases that I might want to target if I was going to go into this particular niche. And most of them were in the range for the cost per click of 80 percent, or I'm sorry, 80 cents or higher, which is kind of like I, what I like to target. And uh, some of them are a little bit lower. One of them was 58 cents, one's 57. 161, 170, etc. So there's a couple of them that are lower than what I typically would like to target, but on average, there's several that are higher. So there's one that's $1. thirty-six, one that's $2. It just goes to show that those particular phrases are phrases that advertisers are paying for. So they're definitely money-making phrases or somebody wouldn't be targeting them. So, I'm going to run through a couple of them here, and uh, they are in order of most competitiveness to least. So, at the top here, I have Cuisinart Burr Coffee Grinder, Peugeot Coffee Grinder, Coffee Grinder Reviews, Hand Crank Burr Grinder, Best Cheap Coffee Grinder, Best Hand Coffee Grinder, Coffee Maker Grinder Combo, Rancilio Coffee Grinder, Fresh I'm sorry, French Press Coffee Grinder, Rancillo Rocky Coffee Grinder, Hario Skerton Ceramic Coffee Grinder, Burr Grinder Review, Best Espresso Grinder, Capresso Coffee Burr Grinder, Camping Coffee Grinder, Coffee Maker with Grinder, and Cuisinart Coffee Grinder Manual. So some of those you can tell are longer tail phrases. And that's generally a lot of the, a lot of the hidden gems that you're going to find are going to be those longer tail phrases that may not necessarily have a ton of local search volume, but they're really specific. And if somebody's looking for information on that particular phrase, most likely if you provide the information that they would be looking for, you could potentially make a sale far more often than if you just went with something that would be a really, you know, just coffee grinder in general, or coffee grinder reviews, that's probably gonna have a lot of competition. So those are some of the phrases that I was looking to find out more information about, and uh, probably about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about the seventh or eighth mark, the competition was below 30 on the keyword competitiveness side of Longtail Pro Platinum. And if you followed along or you know anything about Longtail Platinum, Anytime you can get average keyword competitiveness under 30, that's generally something you could possibly compete for to get on one of the spots on the first page of Google. And that's really where you want to be because 90% or more of the traffic for any keyword phrase is going to be from that first page of results on Google. So you want to be in the top 10. So look eyeballing through here, what I see on my screen, which again, I'll do some screenshots to include with the show notes, But what I'm seeing here, Coffee Maker with grinder, has one of the lower numbers on my list here, which is 24 for an average keyword competitiveness, but the local search volume is really, really high as far as these phrases go. So it's 2,900 local monthly searches. And most of these in my list here were around 150, 140, Actually, none of them are 150, so disregard that, but many of them are 140, some of them are 110, some are 320, and of course, these numbers aren't exact, so the information provided by Google through Longtail Pro is just an estimate, so you don't wanna rely completely on the details there. But that coffee maker with grinder is the one that stands out to me. It has the lowest competition and the highest traffic in the list here. So what I'm going to do is just in long tail pro now. Normally you would click over to the, um, com- the competitor. I think it was just competitor module. I can't remember exactly what it was, but all you got to do now is in your phrases in your main screen here, there's a little, um, arrow to the left of it. And if I click that, it's going to automatically show me the top 10 results in Google, so basically the first page of Google for that particular phrase, which was coffee maker with grinder. And I'm just eyeballing them here. And I see a lot of big names in here. So the first returned result is Bed Bath & Beyond. The second one is Macy's. The third one is an Amazon link. The fourth one is KitchenAid. The fifth one is Walmart. And the sixth one is SeattleCoffeeGear.com. The seventh one is William Sonoma. The eighth one is Capresso.com. The ninth and tenth ones look like they would be something you could compete with. But just because those are big name, particular pages that they're showing here doesn't mean you couldn't compete, but it does show you that most of the items on this page are some of those big conglomerate sites like Macy's, Bed Bath and Beyond, etc. So it may be difficult to compete with those sites overall, but I'm looking at the uh, page links and the juice page links. There's only one link on this page that one uh, particular option Or one particular article on this screen, which is the Amazon link to a Krups grind and brew coffee maker... And that is the only one that actually has a juice page link back to that. What that means is, anytime you have backlinks to a particular site or particular post, that's going to count as a page link. But a juice page link generally is a link that you get from another site that has high page authority out there. So there's only one of these uh, top ten results here that has a juice page link in the top. Uh, actual page links to any one of these is that Amazon link and that only has 24 backlinks. So in theory, you could actually compete with any of these items here on the top um, results for Google for Coffee Maker with grinder. But in this particular instance, I would probably target uh, the last two which are not huge conglomerate sites. Well, one of them is cooking.com, which probably is has, you know, a decent amount of traffic and things like that. And another one is whole latte love.com. So that's probably one you can easily compete with. But again, none of these actual articles on here have a lot of backlinks to them. So you could potentially get above these particular links that show up for this particular phrase. And it's these are sub, you know, it's not linking to a main domain name for any of these particular phrases. So these are sub pages within Walmart, within KitchenAid.com that link to a particular coffee maker or grinder. So you could potentially compete, but it looks like this is not going to be a real easy cut and dry. It doesn't jump out and say, certainly you could get to the top uh, option in Google for this phrase. So let's look around a little bit more here. So again, I'm kind of just going through this live with you here to show you the process that I would go through or that you could go through. So let's look at best espresso grinder. And I'm just going to look at the results here. And we that Seattle Coffee Gear comes up again. So I'm thinking that's probably does have some decent authority. That's the top spot for Best Espresso Grinder. Coffee Geek is the second website in here, gearpatrol.com, primacoffee.com, whole lot of whole latte love again. That shows up here. Cupandbrew.com, sweetmaria's.com, and Amazon Link, LifeHacker, and ChrisCoffee.com. So some of these results here for Best Espresso Grinder, that has 320 local monthly searches. And it looks like you could definitely compete to get to one of the spots on Google. Most likely in this case, it would probably be the 10th spot. That would be the easiest to shoot for. The keyword competitiveness number for that is only 13. And the page links is three. Juice page links is zero. But The Seattle coffee gear, the one that's in the first spot, actually has a keyword competitiveness number of 19. The several other ones are 18, 12, 18. So it looks like you could definitely compete to get to the first page of Google for best espresso grinder. So that looks like a good phrase there. Let's go to one of the specific coffee grinders. So, Ren, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, but Ranchillo Rocky Coffee Grinder. Let's open that one up here. So, just eyeballing the keyword competitiveness numbers in the first column there. The first entry is 25. There's one about the fifth spot that's 14. There's one that's 19, one that's 16, and one that's 10. So, if you're going off of strictly off of those numbers, which it does give you a quick eyeball looking through them say, hey, I could definitely compete for that spot, that spot, that spot, that word, that spot based on just the keyword competitiveness numbers there. And since I'm not going to go into full detail here, Ranchillo Rocky Coffee Grinder does look like something you could compete with. Let's try Coffee Maker Grinder Combo, which is 110 local monthly searches. So there, there's a couple of 50, there's a 52 in there, 37, 33. So a couple of those are more difficult to rank for, and they're bigger sites like CNET, Sears, YouTube, uh, Amazon there as well. But there's a couple of spots you could potentially compete for there. But let's go Coffee Grinder Reviews actually has a a lot of traffic as well, 2,900 local monthly searches. But that keyword competitiveness number is 35 for the average. So let me click over there. I'm gonna suspect I see things higher there. Yeah, definitely. So 43, 41, 47, 51, 40, 39, 30. So most of those are really high. There's one that's in there that's a 10 and one that's a 19. So potentially you could compete, but I would steer clear of that particular one just based on the overall average. And let's look at some of the lower ones here. So Camping Coffee Grinder. That sounds like something that would definitely be niched down and not as many people would be searching for. So yeah, there's a couple of different decent results there. So there's one that is desk2dirtbag.com. So that is the keyword competitiveness of 10. There's one that's 18 joyridecoffeedistributors.com. What else is in the screen here? 10poundbackpack.com, coffeepooch.com. So yeah, there's definitely some lower competition sites on that one. So that's kind of what I do. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at First, if I have this phrase coffee grinder that I'm interested in, I'm going to go through and click on to calculate keyword competitiveness numbers for phrases that I'm interested in or that I know something about initially. So if I knew something about French press coffee grinders or particular brands in here that I know I maybe I have or maybe I have friends that have them, I could do some good reviews on them. I would pick those first, eyeballing the um, cost per click local monthly searches and try to see, get at least, what I'm looking for is I'm looking for 10 or so different phrases that have keyword competitiveness averages under 30, and then I'm gonna actually click on them to evaluate the different uh, top 10 results for Google for those phrases. And if I can find at least five or so phrases initially that look good, look like I can compete with those phrases, that's gonna say, hey, sure, there's enough traffic for this, there's enough of uh, lower competition that I can compete. I could get to the first page of Google for these five phrases initially. That's what I'm gonna look for to start a niche site. As I mentioned in last week's episode, I'm looking for several phrases that together total about 3,000 local monthly searches or those key set of phrases. And then, like in this particular case, there's 568 total phrases related to Coffee Grinder. If I have five or six or so that I know are going to have a decent amount of traffic that I can compete for, I know there's like several hundred other other ones that I could go back to. I can do the research for, I can check the competitiveness values for. If I have that core set, I know that there's going to be at least 50 or so other ones that I could potentially target for other long tail phrases for supplemental articles down the road. So in this particular case, Coffee Grinder definitely seems like it has some promise. And that's what Andrew Hansen had mentioned too. There's a lot of fans that are, you know, if you drink coffee, you know you're probably very passionate about specific brands or you love your coffee, you have it every day. A niche like that would definitely give you a leg up because somebody would be consuming this on a daily basis and would constantly be looking to replenish supplies or purchase potentially their own coffee grinder, their own equipment to save some money. And so in general, that would be a great niche due to those particular reasons. So if you are interested in coffee, and specifically coffee grinders potentially, or different types of coffee grinders, that may be something you may want to pursue. So if you uh, if that is you, go ahead and run with that. That's a ready-made niche that uh, the numbers look good. There's certainly different phrases you could compete with. So type in coffee grinder, look through some of those phrases, and uh, that's one you could run with. So let's switch over to best vacuum really quick. And how I got started in that particular one was uh, we have several cats, and we have had several cats for the last 10 years or so, and uh because of that, you have pet hair and things like that that you want to clean up. So I had done research of my own to try to find best vacuums for cat hair or pet hair or pet hair removal or best vacuums in general. And uh came across a lot of different phrases and when I was doing my own research, I saw some sites that would look like something that I could put together or something that maybe I have put together in the past as far as niche sites go. So I knew it was somebody that was like us that would want to create a niche site around a particular product. Typically vacuums are going to be 200 or more dollars for the most part, and some of them can rank really high. You know, the Dysons and things like that could be in the several $500 range or even higher. So I've seen sites out there that do a good job of reviewing particular vacuums. And I have a lot of, my wife and I have a lot of experience with particular vacuums, carpet steamers, things like that. So I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm passionate about it. It, you know, I don't live, breathe and uh, sleep vacuums, but At the same time, I do have a lot of experience with vacuums and some of them have worked really well to get pet hair up and others certainly haven't. I've actually returned a vacuum or two that didn't work right or was defective. So I have experience with a couple of different types of vacuums. So that was something that I'm always thinking about different niche topic potential things that I could just put in a notepad somewhere and say, hey, this is something that maybe down the road I might create a site around. So that's one thing that I in the past that I did consider as well. So let's jump over to the numbers here. Okay, great. So we have a lot of different phrases here on the screen. There was 801 total returned by Longtail Pro and that number is usually the maximum. So Google will return a maximum of 800 or so results when you do queries. So if you see a lot of phrases that you type in and 800 is the amount returned, that just means that the maximum amount of values was returned. So if I look through my screen here, I clicked on several phrases in order to calculate the competitiveness value here. So again, I'm gonna go from the top to the bottom and the top. The keyword competitiveness number is 38 and the bottom is 22. So we're going down the list here. And uh, the most competitiveness are at the top and the least at the bottom. So just to give you some example, I won't go through all of them, but best vacuum for pet hair, recommended vacuum cleaners, best vacuum cleaner for carpet, Recar vacuum, vacuum cleaner comparison, best vacuums for pet hair, best vacuum for pet hair removal, best lightweight vacuum for pet hair, best vacuum for hardwood floors, the best vacuum for hardwood floors, best rated vacuum for pet hair, what is the best vacuum cleaner for pet hair? So those are just some of them. So you can see there, a lot of them are longer tail phrases with four or more words in the phrase. And a lot of those are easier to compete with because they're specific. They're usually lower search volume overall, but because of that, they're usually less competitive as well. So they're usually phrases, a lot of times if you can target longer tail phrases, several of them, you know, as many as possible, you're gonna get those really targeted traffic to your site from those folks that are looking for very specific things. So another one that popped up here that I didn't mention. Best vacuum for allergies. So that could be a whole nother niche as well. A lot of folks have allergies are so looking for those HEPA vacuum cleaners that have sealed systems that keep the allergens from being pushed back into your environment. So that could be a really lucrative uh keyword phrase and a whole nother niche type whole nother niche site on its own. So The great thing about Longtail Pro is that when you type in that initial best vacuum phrase, you never know what you're going to get. It's going to give you so many other phrases that you might not have thought about that could take you on a completely different journey, completely different niche site, or maybe you could have vacuums as your core set, but maybe you could have vacuums for pets, vacuums for people with allergies, you could expand it out into multiple different niche sites and in that way, you can kind of diversify a little bit so you can have a main core product where you can have some similar type of background information on vacuums in general, but you would be very specific to those particular sub niches. So let's click a bit through some of these topics here. So starting at the top It has Best Vacuum for Pet Hair that has 9,900 local monthly searches, which is really high. But the keyword competitiveness average for that is 38. So I imagine it's going to be really difficult to get to the first page of Google for that. Uh, Let's see. Interesting. The first site there says BestVacuumPetHair.org. So that's interesting to me. I'm going to actually click on that here in Longtail Pro and see what it does. Okay, so that just brings up a browser and it's gonna take me to best pet vacuum review. Okay, interesting. This is definitely a niche site here that would be exactly like the type of site we would want to create. And that's actually pretty good information there wow okay i'm surprised to see that as the top site there in google but the uh, website itself has best vacuum in the name so it has the keyword phrases right in the url it has that best vacuum for pet hair 2015 is the article here and it has the best seller at the top, Shark Navigator, the highest quality Dyson DC65 Animal, and the best bargain, the Hoover T-Series. So I have actually used all three of these. Um I actually have a Shark Navigator. My sister has a Dyson that's very similar to that one. And the Hoover T-Series I actually was similar to one that I had in return. So I think it's a decent site because it has um, the one we decided to go with and uh, similar ones that I researched. So I agree that those are probably three of the top vacuums. So it's very interesting to me that with that many local monthly searches, that site was at the top. So I'm looking through Consumer Reports is the second one. Amazon is the third. PickMyVacuum.com is the fourth. Forbes.com is the fifth. There's a YouTube link to a video as the sixth. BestVacuumAdvisor.com is the 7th, Popsugar.com is the 8th, VacuumSuggest.com is the ninth, and TheVacuumGuy.com is the 10th. So despite the fact that this actually has 38 for the average keyword competitiveness, I would actually try to target a spot or two on this first page of Google for that phrase. So that's actually something that I didn't think would happen, but we're doing this kind of live here. It looks like the fourth spot actually, pickmyvacuum.com, is one that could easily be competed with, if that's a word, competed with that we could actually compete with. And I'm looking here because it only has 10 backlinks, zero juice backlinks, and the average keyword competitiveness for that particular entry is 17. So all the rest of them, except for there's one that's 23, are much higher on that page. So it must be they, yeah, juice page links, a lot of them have a decent number of juice page links. So that may be hard to compete for that particular those particular ones that have high juice backlinks to their sites but there are two options on this screen, number four and number seven that I would actually attempt to compete with. So that's actually really promising. 9,900 local monthly searches and several niche sites similar to ones that we would create on here. So I definitely think there's an ability to rank for that particular phrase. So that's great off right off the bat. So that also goes to show you if phrases are higher than you would expect and still in the 30 range. Don't let that deter you, but if you're just eyeballing, you're looking for the biggest bang for the buck, I always do look for phrases in the 20 range because they're probably much easier to compete with. So let's switch over to, there's one that's 6,600 local monthly searches that's best vacuum for hardwood floors, but that average competitiveness is 28. So let's expand that out a little bit here. So what do we see here? The top entry is Amazon. Second one is Home Floor Experts, Hardwood Floor Vacuum Cleaners, PickMyVacuum.com, Walmart, BestVacuumCleanerInfo.com. So based on a lot of these website names, I can tell that they're definitely probably very similar to sites that we would create because they're trying to put the keywords in the domain name there, which is really common for folks to do. So let me click over to one of those here. So this one actually has zero backlinks, zero juice backlinks, and is a brand new site. So pickmyvacuum.com, let's take a look at that site. That is the one, two, three, fourth on Google. And again, it is a very specific, um, it is a very basic WordPress site. It is, hi, my name is Jane. I'm a housewife and home appliance fanatic. This site is my way of writing about all the different vacuum cleaners that I've used to help educate you on some of my favorites. So it is a um, definitely a site similar to what we would want to create. Looks like there's primarily one page of content here. And if we were to look, let's see here. If we click on any of the particular products, yep, takes you right over to Amazon. So it looks like, let me see if I click on, does it take you in? Yeah, all of them. So this is actually a one page website from the look of it. Actually, never mind. Pet hair vax at the top, so they have a couple of different articles: hardwood floor vax, pet hair vax, vax for stairs, and steam mops. So it looks like there's one, two, three, four primary articles on the site, along with a contact page, privacy policy, and terms of service. But very few pieces of content. So they are reviewing several different vacuums on here. So this is a perfect example of a site that you could easily create, easily put together, and easily kind of replicate. Not scraping content or anything. But create a unique site, very similar, and put your own spin on it. So I definitely think you could compete to get to the fourth spot in Google for that particular phrase. Possibly the third one that has hardwood floor vacuum cleaners with a bunch of dashes in there. hardwood floor vacuum cleaners review. So that is actually a sub page of top10reviews.com. So that probably actually gets some more traffic. So let's skip that one. But you could definitely compete to get to the fourth spot on Google. Let's look at the sixth spot, bestvacuumcleanerinfo.com. Let's see what that one looks like. That is a very similar, it's from a certified carpet cleaner technician. And it's a very similar review site. There's some ads for Amazon on that site. But again, it's a very basic site that you could easily compete with. And uh, so that's definitely promising as well. That's 6,600 local monthly searches. So even just looking at those two or three different uh, phrases that we looked at, for sure, I could definitely target this particular um, best vacuums as the primary keyword phrase, but all of those phrases that I mentioned initially and several others here on the screen are ones you could definitely compete with. So this looks like a really promising niche too. It's one that I may actually consider sometime in the future. I don't have the time to do that right now but it still does look promising. And it looks like there's a lot of different phrases somebody could target and very specific ones. So let's look at one more really quick. Best vacuum for dog hair. So that has 1000 local monthly searches. And again, it's very similar. There's not a lot of huge sites like hoover.com or there's a couple of different links to Amazon or YouTube, but those are relatively easy to outrank. So these are again, very uh, specific niche sites that people have created with. There's one in here that has 557 backlinks, 229 page uh, juice links, so that would be difficult to compete with. But I'm looking at the screen here, there's a lot of very low numbers of backlinks and very low numbers of juice page links, and the URLs are definitely tell me right off the bat that these are going to be niche sites you could compete with. So that actually looks really promising. So if you're into vacuums and you have some passionate around it, or you've run through several vacuums, or it's something that you at least have information about. Maybe you have a lot of vacuums that you've used in the past. That's definitely one that looks really good and definitely could compete with. You could create a site relatively quickly and easily and probably rank pretty quickly. And there's a lot of traffic. I think looking at the two coffee grinders and best vacuum, I think the vacuums actually have more local monthly searches that you could compete with a little bit more easily. And the vacuums are probably similarly priced with Coffee grinders. so it's they're probably both really good products that you could potentially target. And just for the sake of time, the third one was kayaking and canoeing, which I mentioned previously. And that one is more of a uh, topic, I think, that you could create a full niche site around that if you were interested in canoeing and kayaking, you could expand it out, you could create your own podcast for that. This is one that you could create a full authority site around, so it would be not product specific necessarily, but certainly it would lend itself If you have particular kayaks or canoes that work really well for you, certainly you could include product specific links or reviews on your site, but this is more of a topic that would lend itself to a lot more content, something that you would be focused on and passionate about for a year or more. So this is more of like my nichesitetools.com site where I continuously create content That's more of the type of uh, topic I was trying to portray here. So I'm just looking through all the different phrases that I clicked on here. And again, going from top to bottom with most competitiveness being at the top and least at the bottom, starts out with ocean, kayak, frenzy, sea canoe, kayaking and canoeing, canoe fishing, wooden canoes, canoeing gear, kayaks for fishing, inflatable canoes and kayaks, flat bottom canoes, white water kayaking, etc cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's a lot of different phrases here and looking at my screen the bottom 10 or so are all 30 or lower as far as keyword competitiveness goes. So let's just grab one or two really quick So let's go with kayaks for fishing that has 1300 local monthly searches and a keyword competitiveness number of 31. So if I click that to open the top 10 results on Google, most of these are in the 30s. They are, let's see, Cabela's, Bass Pro Shop, Dick's Sporting Goods. So right off the bat there, I would probably click off that one. It looks like it would be really difficult to compete for that particular phrase. So let's go down the list a little bit. There's one that says Canoe Boat. That one has 1,000 local monthly searches and a keyword competitiveness number of 30. So let's see here. We still have Cabela's, Walmart, Gander Mountain, Dick Sporting Goods, Bass Pro Shop, Wikipedia, direct boats. And so that's actually, so we're getting a lot more here of different phrases that are really big companies that would be difficult to compete with most likely. So let's go down a little bit. Whitewater kayaking has 880 local monthly searches and let's see, Wikipedia is the first one, JacksonKayak.com, coloradokayak.com, Dagger.com, one YouTube video, NRS.com, one Vimeo video, Potato dot com. Okay, I don't know these particular sites, but some of these, that actually looks like you could compete a little bit better. Whitewater kayaking, there are several with uh, keyword competitiveness numbers of 18, 12, 18, 16, 16, 22, with very few page links and juice page links. So that might be a phrase you could target. Let's see here towards the bottom. Uh, this one only has 40, but kayaks for lakes. That only has 40 local monthly searches, but uh, some of those are definitely more affiliate-type sites, kayakreview.org. Uh, let's see. One of them's a YouTube video. And those YouTube videos or the Vimeo videos or videos in general are relatively easy to compete with. As long as there's not a million views or something like that with uh, a lot of backlinks to the, uh, to the, um, review, to the video. Generally, I found that it's relatively easy to compete with those videos. So that wouldn't deter me. So it looks like you can compete for kayaks for lakes. But again, that was only 40 local monthly searches. Uh Kayak Canoe Hybrid has 260. Let's see how many that has. Okay, yeah, there's a couple of sites. One's 10. One has a dash, so it's probably relatively new. There's no backlinks to it, and it is just a link to a sub article on a blog. So certainly there are some phrases you can compete with. A lot of them look like they are higher uh, as far as um, particular phrases that would lend themselves to actual gear. Looks like it's harder to compete with those. There's a lot of outdoor product uh, sites like Academy or Dick Sporting Goods or things like that. So this one doesn't jump out to me right off the bat. The first two, the Best Vacuums and uh, the Coffee Grinder, stood out more to me. This one looked just eyeballing through some of the phrases here that I had listed and I had chosen. Definitely seemed like it'll be a little bit more difficult to compete with. But the good thing about this is, if this was going to be your topic, most likely you're passionate about this and you have a lot more different avenues you could go to. So I wouldn't be super worried looking at the results here for canoeing and kayaking or kayaking canoeing actually is how I typed it in, but bottom line is that if I was going to create an authority site around kayaking and canoeing and I had a lot of experience in it, I wouldn't be too worried about it. But if I was looking to create an affiliate site specific to affiliate products, based on the results I see on my screen here, I would be apprehensive just to create an affiliate specific site in regards to kayaking and canoeing. So if I was just going to do a couple of reviews on kayaks, Based on my preliminary research that I did, which took me about a half hour for each of these phrases here to click on Calculate Keyword Competitiveness and get some good phrases, I would be a little bit apprehensive to create a site specific to kayaks and canoes. So it does go to show you that the first two I chose, Coffee Grinder, Best Vacuum, really stood out. They're really, I think you could go out there today and create affiliate sites around them and rank relatively quickly and easily. But of course, everything's going to take time. It's going to take a couple of months to get that traffic out there to get ranking. So nothing is quick. When I say quick, I mean after three months, you could probably be ranking for some of these phrases, be getting in traffic and be getting sales on a site like Amazon or whatever products you're linking to. I just want it to be absolutely clear and make sure that your expectations are set properly to begin with. Certainly, you get content out there and get uh, with this research that you can do through Longtail Pro. That's why I think it's so important to have a tool like Longtail Pro and the Platinum add-on so that you can, right from the start, you can have those set of key phrases that look like you could definitely compete with, so that you know you have something, you have a benchmark that you know for this particular phrase, it's relatively easy to compete with, and that's kind of what you're shooting for. You have that end goal in mind, whereas if you're just throwing content out there, you have absolutely no idea. If you're not doing any of that research ahead of time, you don't, you're just kind of winging it. You're just hoping that Things will work out. You're hoping that you're going to get to the first page of Google for a phrase or phrases that you might not have even thought about. And certainly that can happen. And certainly that's what you want, you hope to happen that you're going to actually bring in more traffic than you had even thought about from other long tail phrases that you may just naturally mention in your content. Certainly, that's all good stuff, but you really wanna have a couple of key phrases that you're gonna target, that you know you can compete with to set yourself up for success right out of the gate. So if you're doing that and somebody else isn't, like for example, if I had decided to go into kayaking and canoeing with a couple of affiliate products related to that, it may have been way more difficult to compete for and I never may have gotten any traction, I never may have made it to the first page of Google for any of those phrases. And then what happens is your site never actually gets that traffic so after three months, you spend all that upfront effort to build that site out, to do the best you possibly can to bring in that traffic, but it never comes. And I've had that happen to me before. And I know firsthand that can be really devastating because you put so much upfront effort into creating that site, getting things out there, doing your core set of content. It could be three months of your all of your spare time for three months to get a course out of maybe 10 articles out there, have your site set up how you hope it would uh, begin to rank for and bring in that traffic and only to see nothing ever materialize. So that's not to say maybe six months down the road, all of a sudden things may take off or you know, the more content they create, you could get additional phrases in, but at least initially during that first three months and then maybe into the six month range, if you're still not getting any traffic whatsoever, that site most likely is probably something you're not going to want. You're not going to be focused on anymore. You're going to lose interest in. You're going to feel like that site was a complete failure and that all that time and effort was lost. So definitely anytime you're going to create a brand new niche site, certainly. Plug things into Longtail Pro. Make sure that you find a bunch of different phrases that you could easily compete with to get on the first page of Google. That way you're setting yourself up for the best chance of success. Nothing is gonna guarantee you're gonna be successful. Certainly factors change on a daily basis when it comes to Google. So you're not gonna 100% guarantee, but certainly doing research with a tool like Longtail Pro will set you up with the best chance of success right out of the gate. Hopefully this episode was really useful to you, Ashley, and to everyone out there that was looking for some specific examples of some of the things I talked about last week as far as choosing niche sites goes and competition. So again, I'll have a couple of... uh, screenshots that show you these particular examples and the phrases that I was looking at that I mentioned on the show, and also uh, one or two different screens showing some of those results on Google that I think you could easily compete with to get on the first page for. So so that will do it for this week. If you have not yet purchased Longtail Pro and you're interested in checking it out, you can go to tools.com forward slash longtail pro, where you will get it for $30 off the regular price. Through my link, you can get it for $67. And there's also a free 10-day trial as well. So definitely check it out. It is my favorite keyword research tool and one that I think everybody should have in their bag of tricks. So thank you so much again and have a fantastic upcoming week. Bye-bye.